Hello, and welcome to episode 52 of Stories of Strangeness. I am one of your two hosts, Mike. Hello. And this is your other host, Zoe. Hello. You're very formal today. Yes. I've decided to be formal today. (laughs) It's formal, Mike. (laughs) Executive, Mike. Yes. Mike, nobody's ever seen. Executive, (laughs) And they still haven't. They've just heard. Yeah, exactly. Oh, if you could see me now, I'm uh, top to toe in Armani. No. It's really not. <laughs> okay. Welcome. We're pleased to have you. This is Stories of Strangeness. You've already said that. So I know, but I just wanted to reinforce the fact because it kind of got lost a little bit there, okay. I think. And this is episode 52. It is a Zoe episode. It is. So, take it away. Okay. So, I say so too much. You can take those so's out. I, I so, often so, so, so. do. You Excellent. wouldn't believe how many. Thank you. <laughs> Dreams. Ah. Can they come true? Oh. That's not really the question I'm asking. Can I, can I, I was immediately, <laughs> oh, as soon as you said that though, my brain went, dreams can come true. You're going to wig it to I don't know what the next line is at all. Something about you have to have them. Okay. Anyway, dreams. Yes. Can dreams come true? Hmm. Possibly. Who Maybe knows? not. Who knows? But before we ask that question... We should really ask, what are dreams? Well, we know that dreams mostly happen during REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement sleep. And studies have shown that during this time, our brainwaves are almost as active as when we are awake. Yet, with all of our scientific knowledge, we still don't really know why we dream. One of the most popular theories is that dreaming is our subconscious mind analysing our daily lives to consolidate memories and skills and also to prepare us for yet-to-happen scenarios which may occur in our future. Mm -hmm. If this is true, I'd like to think that I am fully prepared to take on the zombie apocalypse, become some sort of spy or join a Scooby gang because, you know, that's the theme of my dreams. Anyway... What drew me into this subject, which you probably already realise and know, Mike anyway, is the new Neil Gaiman series, Sandman. Based on his graphic novel of the same name, which Mike so lovingly got me for my birthday. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'll be reading it as well, so I'm welcome too. <laughs> I thought there was an ulterior motive, but well, anyway. You know, I'll wait until you've finished it, but I've never read it either, so... I'm in it because it's yeah. like 89 or something. Yeah, we've we've dropped the ball on that one. Sorry, it's, it's been there for a while, but there was just so many. There's so yeah. many of them. I never knew really where I should start. We've read a lot of his books, so you know. Yeah. And we've met him in person, so Indeed. he's had his money's worth out of us. Exactly, exactly. And he used your photos as well. So, he did, yeah. and, and crashed my website. <laughs> <laughs> Made me have to upgrade it. Anyway, The Sandman. Yes. Morpheus. Dream of the Endless. It's his journey through the waking world, highlighting the effects of dreams and what they can have on reality, stories of stories, etc. Knowing that Neil Gaiman commonly roots his stories in actual history with myths and legends thrown in, I decided to have a look into dreams. I've done this previously a little bit, but more like dream symbology, right. um, which I don't really agree with. Like, you know, how can dreaming of a candle mean? such and such if your brain doesn't know that's what it means it's very simple though if you follow freud's theories oh god it all means tits and fannies and well more more willies actually if you dream of a candle it's because you wish you had a penis if you're a woman what if it's a burning stub of a candle 
You wish you had a bigger penis. <laughs> as long as there have been people, there have been dreams, or so we can assume because that's how our brains work. For the Greeks, the god of dreams was Morpheus. Yeah. The word morph means to shape. He was the shaper of dreams. Yeah. He was the god of sleep and dreams. Yes. He is also said to have slept in a cave full of poppies. And this is where the opiate morphine gets its name. Ah, yeah, that which makes I was like, perfect Ooh, sense. Yeah, yeah course, that's a yeah. nice little factet for you. Mm-hmm. He was the son of Hypnos, which is another god of sleep. Yeah. And Pasithea, which is the goddess of relaxation and rest. So, you know, they came together and, yeah. you know, another god of sleep and dreams. Yeah. So, yes, he could morph yeah. Morpheus, into any given human shape. And, uh, yes, shape your dreams for you. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't the only god of dreams. There were a few. Okay. Uh, They've got Tutu, Egyptian god of dreams. Okay. Didn't really do that much. Wasn't uh, That wasn't like the major... No, I say didn't do that much. Wasn't the major god of dreams. That wasn't Tutu's... uh, No, he was a religious leader, wasn't he? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Desmond Tutu, no. No, his name wasn't Desmond. Anyway, he had other roles, but yeah. and, and apparently he was a little bit nasty, but dreams on the side. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, the Norse god of dreams was called Nurin. Okay. Um, Nurin, if appearing in dreams, was often seen as a veiled figure walking through her misty halls with her right. face hidden. And if you did try to approach her and she spoke, it was in riddle and rhyme. Yeah. Or she would say things that you would later forget anyway. Yeah. So basically, like you having a conversation with almost anybody. Um, what now? Exactly. She would also bring the the gift of lucid dreams, and if you had an aptitude for it, prophetic dreams. Oh. Yes. Well, so as religions changed and the pagan gods of the past were replaced with Christianity, obviously they couldn't have a god of dreams. Right. But we didn't really lose our interest in this being that delivered dreams to us yeah so we kind of reordered things and the sandman was created actually the term sandman is actually a relatively new term yeah um, i thought it was like from the ooh. 20s 30s 1920s oh no 30s. no earlier than that sweetheart oh at the moment sort of nowadays when we think of sandman yeah we think of you know a cute little guy that twinkle toes around the children when they sleep and sprinkles his little sand or somebody that looks like Robert Smith from The Cure depending on (laughs) true true what mythology you're following indeed Uh, but he sprinkles the sand and he gives you sweet dreams but the original story and the term Sandman is actually a little bit more sinister as with most kind of fairy tale-esque stories in E.T.A. Hoffman's Dear Sandman published in 1817, children were urged to go to bed because he threw sand in the eyes of children who wouldn't sleep, with the result of those eyes falling out and being collected by the Sandman, who then takes the eyes to his iron nest on the moon to use them to feed to his children. They really didn't fuck around with cautionary tales in those days, did they? No, no. Don't talk to strangers in the woods, otherwise they might put you in the oven and eat you. <laughs> and go to sleep. Even if their house is made out. of sweets and candy. Love yeah. it. So, and some years later, Hans Christian Andersen got in on the old, uh, whatever. Sandman racket. Yeah, that'll do. So 1841, he wrote, and this I'm obviously going to pronounce incorrectly, 
Ol Luki. Okay. And it was a story of a Sandman, basically. Yeah. And he carried two umbrellas under his arms. And for the good children, he would open the umbrella with the pictures inside and it gave them the most fantastical dreams. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. But the naughty children got the blank umbrella over top of them, so they had no dreams at all. <laughs> and eventually went psychotic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because apparently we do have to dream. Yeah. And later, in 1982, mm-hmm. Roald Dahl introduced us to the BFG, which is a kind of interesting take on the dream bringer idea. Yeah. Uh, no sand, a trumpet, you know, a cloak and a... And he was a giant, so yeah. Yeah. A little bit different, but still the same kind of idea that he was bringing dreams to the children. Yeah. But then that does lead to the question, what dreams do they bring? Yeah. All these people. So the Norse had a prayer that they would say to Neuron before they went to sleep. And they would say, let me wake up knowing one thing that I do not know now. Which I think is actually really nice. That's really cool. Yeah. So it may explain a couple of these ideas that folks have had while sleeping. And some of these were a little bit... A little bit odd. Yeah. So yes, we dream. We all dream. Scientists agree on that. But whether we remember them or not is a different matter. Dreams have inspired artists, solved problems, and been the source of some truly amazing work. As I've mentioned in a previous episode, it was nightmares that helped Mary Shelley shape the novel Frankenstein. And there are actually quite a few things from our everyday lives that are attributed to dreams. Did you know that the periodic table was a dream. Wow. Dmitri Mendeleev. Mendeleev, yeah. Yeah. He created the periodic table in his dream, working out where all of the different elements went. Wow. When he woke up, he made notes and only one had to be moved. Wow, that's awesome. I know, awesome. right? Isn't that mad? I was I like, didn't wow. know. I, I don't think I knew that that was from a dream. That's, that's fascinating. A slightly different note. Terminator the movie. Yes. Uh, James Cameron conceived of the idea for the movie Terminator in a fever dream. He was in Rome, finishing up Piranha 2. Oh, big, big movie. Yeah, he fell ill, and with a temperature of 102, the Terminator was born. Wow. Yeah, interesting. This one I quite like, the sewing machine. Not necessarily the whole sewing machine. No, but... but uh, basically, there was issues with the needle and where the eye of the needle should be, yeah. and just that whole kind of that whole technology behind the lock stitch yeah. that held the pieces together. So, in 1845, Elias Howe invented the sewing machine that we know now, based on a dream. Mm. It helped him work out the mechanical penetration of the needle. Mm. He wasn't the first to come up, as I said, with the idea of the sewing machine, but he was the first to figure out the design that we're familiar with today, and he was awarded the first US patent for the sewing machine using the lockstitch design. Not all dream ideas are good. The Twilight books, apparently, Uh. although I know there are some people go, oh, the books are amazing, way better than the films. Fair enough, okay, but the films are still terrible. They, They were a dream. Started yeah. life as a as a vamp, a sparkly, beautiful vampire telling a human girl how much he loved her and also wanted to kill her in a clearing in a wood, something like that. Anyway, I mean that's basically the plot of at least the first book. Yeah, and the rest is history. Yeah, something sparkly. Yeah, so dreams can help create and inspire. Yeah, and some claim they can also predict the future. Yeah, so one very famous prediction came from a US president. Do you know which one? 
No. No, okay. So three days before he was assassinated by John Wilkes, President Abraham Lincoln had dreamed that he was walking around the White House. Mm. He asked a guard what had happened and the guard replied, the president has been killed by an assassin. And three days later, he was, which is a little odd. There's also a story about Caesar. His wife had a dream and went, just you be careful. And yeah. he didn't listen, you know, and we know how that ended. But some do say that because it was written about... salad, wasn't it? Yes. Those little croutons. Yeah. Crispy. Yeah. But some people say because it was written about so long after the fact that actually it could have been made up. So right. who knows? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so you know... I have odd dreams. Yes. Which I make you listen to. And you have yes. pretty much no interest in whatsoever, but I still tell you. I um, probably have to go up a few notches to get no interest. <laughs> it's less than that. <laughs> to be fair, you're normally asleep when I tell you, so... Hmm. Okay. Um, although I do think that maybe if you remembered more of your own dreams, you might be interested in other people's. I don't know. No, because dreams are fascinating when they happen to you, but they're just stupid when other people tell you about them. Okay. You're just like oh, okay, well it was a dream, so, it you know. But then, yeah, but watching any TV programme that's just been made up. Yeah. You know, it's made up stories, isn't it? It is, but, well I guess because most of my dreams are very non-secretary in nature, so like scenes transition into each other, people change at the drop of a hat and I don't even notice kind of thing. Yeah, but that's the cool thing isn't it that's the weird kind of oh I'm sitting here in this house and now I'm suddenly in this house and it's this house but it looks like this and it's those people are there but they haven't got faces and they're wearing weird clothes and yeah but the only person that can turn that into a cogent story and put it on screen is David Lynch because I think Twin Peaks might have been a dream oh do you know what that wouldn't surprise me because that was freaky I that's think, my kind of dream I think there were certainly some elements that came from some of Lynch's dreams so I have had a couple of weird and interesting dreams. I think I may yeah. have mentioned them previously on the podcast, but I'm going to tell you again, because sure, who knows? because I desperately need to hear them twice. No, they're like, <laughs> no, they're not made up dreams. They're like odd dreams that weren't like... Just get on with Anyway, it. so I'm going to kind of tell you a, a slightly censored version of this dream, because I don't want to give full details, because it is a bit... Meh. So I'm going to start the story and say that when we were young... We yeah. had a family dog called Butch. He was about the, he was the same age as me. They got him like a couple of weeks before I was born, and he lived until I was thirty. Yeah. Now he died when my sister and I were at my grandparents' house, and we were told about his death when we returned home when I was thirteen. Mm. Very sad, you know. It, honestly, he was like my best friend growing up because yeah. I lived in the middle of nowhere. Anyway, let's skip to me being. 20. I was at university. It was a Friday night. I went to sleep and I had a dream and it started off, it was quite a normal dream for me. I was in my grandparents' house sitting in a chair. There were people around mm. and it was kind of fuzzy, but then very clearly Butch walked up to me and he communicated with me Yeah. how he had died, which I'm not going to explain because okay. it's a little traumatic. Yeah which I was quite shocked because it wasn't relevant to what else was going on in the dream. Yeah. And this dream freaked me out so much that on Saturday morning when I woke up, mm. I phoned my mum and I said, Mum, I just have to ask you, how did Butch die? So bearing in mind, this is seven years later, she was like, what? Like kind of a yeah. bit freaked out, a bit of a weird question to come out of the out blue. Out of the blue, yeah. Yeah. And so I said, oh, you know, he, he, he died in his sleep, didn't he? Didn't he? And she was like, 
yeah, why did you bring that up? That's weird. And I was like, oh, I had this really weird dream and he told me this. And she was like, oh, that's really weird. So anyway, I, you know, finished up my phone call, went out that night, had a brilliant out night out in Newcastle, got drunk, did the whole thing. Da, da, da. Yeah. Skipped to, I think, maybe two years after that. My mum, my sister and myself went for a walk on the farm where I grew up. It was shortly before my parents moved away. Yeah. And we were talking about all kinds of things. And mum says, oh yeah, it's like that time you phoned me from uni and told me about the dream you had about Butch. To which my sister turns around and says something along the lines of like, yeah, that was really weird how you knew that. And mm. they'd never said anything. To which I turned around and said, what are you talking about? Yeah. You told me that he died in his sleep. Yeah. And they both looked at me and went, well, what? No. And it turned out that Butch had died in the way he described to me. Yeah. And I hadn't known. But yeah. he told me seven yeah. years after it happened in a How dream. yeah. And I know some people may go, oh, maybe you overheard yeah, maybe. Um, someone talking about it and I'm like maybe no you just figured it out it took your brain seven years to but go there, there wasn't on. really a way that you could figure out this yeah anyway it made me kind of annoyed that my parents hadn't told me the truth yeah. when I got older that my sister knew and still hadn't told me <laughs> and that anyway and then it freaked us all out the whole thing yeah and it was really really weird so yeah, that was that was my one of my first. Actually, no, that was my second weird dream. Yeah. My first weird dream happened when I was at sixth form. Right. And I went to bed. Yeah. And it's it's a long running thing with me that I have dreams about car accidents mm. and going into rivers in yeah. cars and drowning yeah, yeah. ever since I was very very small. But this dream was a bit different. So I was in the back seat, but I was behind the driver which wasn't the seat I normally sat in. Yeah. And there were five people in the car, where normally in my car there were four, because there was four in our family, and I would sit behind the passenger seat. Yeah. And the car starts rolling, and I get pinned up in, like, upwards from my seat. Right. And the car's rolling, and everyone disappears. And then I woke up in a sweat. Yeah. And thought, God, that was a horrible dream, but it's not completely out of the ordinary. Yeah. Because, you know, that happens. So I go to sixth form and it was maybe a day or two later that I was talking to someone and they said, oh, did you hear about the car accident? And I was like, no. what? No. They're like, oh, and I'm not going to use names, but this person and these people who I all knew and was quite good friends with, ish, yeah. they were kind of frenemies type thing, right. were in this car accident mm. and four of the people in the car were thrown. Yeah. And one person in the car sitting behind the driver was pinned into his seat mm. and had to wear a back brace for yeah. many, many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not many, many years. Many, like, had to wear a back brace for many months after the accident and had a lot of problems. And I'd had that dream on the night it happened. That's mental. And I just, like, even now it gives me weird little goosebumps because I'm yeah. like, oh, God. A part of me was like, why the hell was I like you know dream melding with with him yeah. <laughs> but also what the hell and i yeah. did literally have to go i'm just gonna go and have to have a little sit down yeah, I and I, I had to have a little sit down and i don't know if i ever told him i might have done 
Maybe I will one day if I ever bump into him again. Yeah. But yeah, that was a really, really weird one because it was like, it would have happened around the same time because I remember waking up and it being kind of the small hours, which was when it happened. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember the exact time now, but yeah. it was very, very close. Very close. Yeah, that, yes. would, that would definitely freak me out. Yeah, so like they're two very quite they're different styles of dreams, but still yeah. things I shouldn't have known. Yeah. I have also had lucid dreams. Oh, okay. Only one or two. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically, even though I'm scared of heights, the first thing I do if I know I'm dreaming is I fly. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think is probably a fairly common, a fairly thing, common yeah. thing because it is a kind of, well, I'm dreaming, nothing can hurt me. Well, hey. Yeah. I will say that it's quite embarrassing that what I did when I was flying is I decided to fly to a petrol station and steal their signage. <laughs> I mean... Because I was flying and I saw it. Yeah. Okay. And I thought, I'm going to steal that. And I took it home and then I shrank. I, think, right. made my, I made myself really small so I could eat a strawberry. And then I think I woke up because my brain and just this, went... And this is, this is my every morning, mostly. <laughs> it's shit like this. <laughs> Having to listen to this every morning. Look... I'm sure it's not going to be the worst dream I ever have or the best dream. No. There's just, some of my dreams are just epic. But yeah, that was just a weird and interesting lucid dream mm. uh, that I remembered. I haven't ever had sleep paralysis that I am aware of, but no. I have heard noises and voices as I'm waking up. I quite often hear our daughter calling mummy yeah, yeah and i'll jump up and run down the hall oh, and she's sound that, asleep yeah. i did have a really really freaky incident not that long ago where i could hear people whispering just behind my head yeah and it was like it got louder and louder and everything was kind of a little bit fuzzy it's like i was waking up and they were waking me up mm. and then just at that instant you know where you just kind of go you break the surface of being awake yeah Someone went, Zoe, in my ear, like literally just behind my left ear. Yeah. And it even, it just, the goosebumps just went whoop. That's actually reminded me, actually. I, I still need to pay them people. Shut up, you ass. Because <laughs> part of me was like, oh, the window's open. There's obviously someone standing outside having a chat. And how the fuck are they that close and know my name? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a real, a really, really, really weird one. Yeah. Oh, I, I will say that my dad once solved a level of lemmings back in the 90s in a dream. He yeah. had been on that level for a really long time and he was starting to get very angry. As you can imagine, yeah. my dad does get quite passionate about things that annoy him. Yeah. And I remember waking up one morning and he was on the computer and I'm like, what? You don't normally go on the computer <laughs> first thing in the morning because he's not particularly <laughs> down with the tech, is he? Not he was so like, much, I no. had a dream. I had a dream. And he did it. And we were all like, woohoo, thank God for that. Because whew, it was it was getting a bit, a bit close there. He was going to throw the computer out the window or something. Well, there is that thing called the default network. What's that? So... This is a thing that your brain does in the background. And it's a part of your brain that has no concept of time. Right. Is that is it the thing that makes you randomly shout things out in the middle of the night because you've just figured it out? Yes, basically. Excellent. So the default network is, is kind of basically like a bit of your subconscious that works on problems you've had during the day. 
Mm. And like I say, just it, running in the background. It doesn't have any particular sense of time. I have so many windows so, open. You know, it could be seven months later or, you know, whatever that you suddenly do that. But that's what was thought to be responsible for Archimedes jumping out the bath and shouting Eureka is because his default network went, I've got it. And he was like, ah, Eureka, and jumped out the bath. However, there's also a story apparently that he he fell asleep in the bath. What, and drowned? No, and figured it out, you muppet. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, and he went under the water and... No, he fell asleep in the bath and then he woke up and he had the solution to the problem. Right, okay. Screamed Eureka and ran out down the road to the king's house in his Towel? birthday suit. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Hope it wasn't, you know, winter. <laughs> Shrinkage. <laughs> oh, that, oh, no, I should admit that he would get cold. Well, yeah, well, that too, yeah. He'd be more worried about the shrinkage, though, if I know, <laughs> if I know any man. <laughs> so have you had any weird and wonderful dreams that you can actually remember this is the again this is the problem i wake up most mornings having put my head on a pillow and then got up again and nothing happened in between as far as i'm aware (laughs) i have had some dreams you did make a weird noise in your sleep last night and i meant to you kind of went like that like a oh no (laughs) noise and i was like oh i'll have to ask him about that in the morning and then i forgot sounds like i stood in a dream dog shit (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, no, I have had a few here and there. I do have flying dreams every now and again, but they they always involve they always involve some physical effort. Most often, the kind of thing like if you were kiteboarding and you had the two things and you kind of tense your arms and yeah. pull and you can fly up into the sky. That's how I often fly in dreams in like a seated position. Seated and quite tense. Yes. Oh. You should yeah. be careful not to strain too much because <laughs> that, that's worrying. I'd yeah, wake up with like um, a, what the but, hell's happened? But sometimes I can I can just jump into the air and sit in midair that's, and hold ooh. that and just fly around like that. Other times I fly like kind of Superman does, like on you know. Is this belly like, to are you in control of this, or is this just something that happens? Uh, something that happens most of the time. I don't. So I, you've I think not I've had any, any lucid dreams. I've, I've or had a, one or two. That's that's been about yeah. it. One or two. I remember a really weird dream I had where I thought, oh, I'm dreaming. And I was in a forest, like a, an evergreen forest. Yeah. And I could smell the pine around me and the bark and the kind of, the, you know, the, the mulch on the forest floor. I think smelling dreams is actually quite unusual. Unusual, yeah. yeah. Which and, and, I, and then I reached out and I grabbed a little fir branch and it had dew on yeah. it. And I could feel the cold wetness of the water so i thought to myself i thought this was a dream but it's obviously not because i can smell the the things and i can feel the things and and then freddy krueger jumped out from behind two trees and chased (laughs) me down a high street that was suddenly there so at that point i was like oh it probably is a dream but if freddy krueger said that it doesn't matter fuck that shit i'm out of here and weirdly because i used to be really into watching the, the freddy films when i was younger but that was like I hadn't probably watched one of those films in over a decade when I had that dream. It just suddenly popped into my head one night and went, "Yeah, here you go, have here you free go, have that. in your dream." That's but, amazing. Uh, yeah, it was really weird because then, like I say, all of a sudden I was chasing him down what could have been a high street in London somewhere, yeah. you know. So that was an odd one. Sometimes, as well, if I fly, I can never go very high. I can only just kind of go over the tops of houses and things like that. I can't seem to like 
go up into the stratosphere. So you're or like spring heel jack then, just you, like you know, kind of, but flying yeah. rather than hopping. But sometimes if I fly along like Superman, I get too low because oh. I'll, I'll kind of and scrape your belly on the floor. If I get within about a foot or two of the floor, yeah, I I, I hit the hit the deck and I, stop. I uh, once learnt to moonwalk and do the weird Michael Jackson lean with Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Yeah. Best um, person to do it with, apparently, yeah. Uh, quite a few of my dreams, though, I tend to be on the run. Right. From something, which generally ends up being either zombies. Yeah. Or something kind of more supernatural. Yeah. Although I was once chased by a massive spaceship that oh, was the colour really of Really hoping you were going to say Man. massive yacht. A massive yacht. Being chased down the high street by a massive yacht. Um, sh- oh, when I was younger, I had some really screwed up dreams for a little kid. Yeah. I remember, and weirdly, later in later years, I saw an illustration and was like, fuck, that was my dream. I was standing in my childhood living room, mm. and out of every corner and every joint in the walls and where things met, these long black fingers with long pointy nails were reaching out. Yeah. Like literally every crease, every cranny. Yeah. Like, and I was just standing in the middle of the room going, fuck. That was horrible. Yeah. And then I had one where there were sharks in the carpet, carpet sharks. But this was when I was really young. So, yeah. yes, thanks, mum and dad, for letting me watch Jaws. Yeah. But, yeah, just standing in my living room and then just seeing that... F- Weirdly, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever had a carpet shark dream. But actually, when I was little, my dad had a book of poetry, and it was, it, I, I seem to think it was an anthology, but I don't know. It was very kind of the sort of thing Spike Milligan would have done. So it might have been Spike Milligan, but there was a, a poem in that about different ways to die, and it was very kind of almost illustrated by Tim Burton kind of right. look to it. Okay, and. The lines always started, be very, very careful when doing such and such. Yeah. Like that. And there was, a, there was a line about, I think it was, be very, very careful when going to the park. Something, 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 land shark. And that was one of the lines. Mm, yeah. Another one was just a shark swam through my living room door. Yeah. Like full, like massive shark. And I'm sitting there watching TV. I'm like. What the fuck? We're not even in water. That would freak me out yeah. a bit, I've got to be honest. Just mostly the lack of water. I think. Yeah, and it but it was swimming like it was in water. Yeah. And my brain just went, This doesn't work. But it yeah. was happening, so it I was happening. pooed myself. Have you yeah. ever had a dream that reminds you of a dream? I've had a flashback to another oh, dream no, in a no. dream. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've and- I've had dreams where They've continued the next night. No, no, see this was I was And I've had recurring dreams. I was in a dream. Yeah. And I was in my childhood home and the whole house was shaking and it felt like something was trying to knock the house down. And I suddenly had a flashback to a previous dream where we were trying to escape from like a bulldozer that was coming after us. Yeah. And that woke me up. Like that kind of weird kind of it was literally like like this proper shock of no. remembering this thing and going oh god and I don't think I'd previously remembered it or something and then there's like billowing curtains and then I woke up and when I so yeah when I was younger I had some really really fucked up weird dreams for a kid yeah I mean I will say that I was reading like Stephen, Stephen King, King Clive like, Barker yeah. those kind of things when I was maybe 13 12 13 yeah so maybe a little bit young but they were generally more horror than 
weird. Yeah. So I, I don't know where I got those weird and wonderful stories from. I like to put it down maybe to just growing up in the middle of nowhere and not having a lot to do apart from my imagination. Yeah. As you can hear, we've been joined by a very special guest again this evening, including the upstairs neighbours and our cat. Yes. Yes, thank you. Um, I do have a question. Okay. Do androids dream of electric sheep? Yeah, well, that is the question posed, isn't it? We shall ask Terminator. Yes. He will say no. 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 Yeah, so dreams. Yeah. A bit weird. I love dreams, so ignore Mike. Yeah. If no, anyone's, I like mine. Well, yeah, it's if anyone's got a weird really and wonderful dream, else's, shut up. If anyone wants to share any weird and wonderful dreams with me, please do. You can. We'll go through how you can contact us. I love dreams. Any prophecies? Any weird happenstances? I want to hear them, or just something that's just really freaky and weird. Because yeah, like I say, I just love it. People's brains are old. And I also want to know what are cats dreaming about when they do that weird twitchy whisker thing and the little foot goes. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, she's riding a little bicycle. No. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Maybe they are tiny, Maybe she tiny is. Maybe bicycle. she's just like, if only I could get my stupid non-opposable thumbs to let me ride a bicycle. <laughs> Ring that bell. Ding, yeah. ding. Also, there are a stupid, stupid amount of songs about dreams. About yeah. dreams. And I have been singing them all for the past two weeks. And it's been yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, Even yeah. like Sandman as well. I mean... Enter the, Sandman. It, obviously. Yeah. And, and Mr. Sandman, Bring Me a Dream. Which I think I was humming earlier. And I was yeah. like, oh, stop, stop, stop. Because you might guess. Yeah. But then I think I'm random enough that you probably didn't. I think I started singing it, but it didn't click. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. So that's my weird kind of delving into dreams it's very kind of all over the place because there's quite, honestly, you can go quite a few places with dreams. So I've tried to touch on yeah. all the different bases. Yeah. Have we got a fun fact? No. Have we got a sad fact? Well, yeah, I suppose, if you want to do it. What? The Queen died today, love. That's a sad fact, isn't oh, it? I was, oh, no, I was just doing the opposite of fun. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, so there you go, love. That was my random delving into dreams. Mm, lovely. Cheers. So, yes, if you want to share your dreams with us, you can come find us on Facebook. We've got a group page and a... No, we've got a group and a page. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a page and a group page. Yeah. So, yeah, come find us on Facebook under Stories of Strangeness. Yep. You can find us on Instagram as well. You can. Instagram.com slash stories of strangeness. Yep, we're there. We don't tweet, do we? Not really. No. Nah. So we're not ignoring you I don't if you even have tweet tweeted personally us. Personally, that much anymore. Or twote. No. What else can they do? They can email us at storiesofstrangeness at gmail.com. Yeah, so if you've got a mad story that you want to tell us, or a mad dream that you want to tell Zoe, <laughs> please do send it in. I yeah. love it. If you would like to have our logo, plastered all over yourself and your belongings you can pop to red bubble we've got a red bubble account yep that's under mike and zoe zoe and mike yes oh, no. exactly <laughs> it's under zoe and mike all one word and you can find our logo and some random drawings that we've done on all the stuff anyway if you'd like to show us a little bit of support and have our logo plastered over yourself and your belongings you can pop to red bubble we have an account there you just need to search for Zoe and Mike. 
all one word <laughs> and you will find our logo and some other random drawings that we've been doing yeah and you can yeah support us that way and we do have a coffee account as well where if yep. you want to slip us a little little thank you you yeah, can do that that would be much appreciated all the links for this stuff will be in the show notes as normal yeah and really more importantly if you want extra content yeah. we do have a patreon account yeah we are about to record our 36th minisode yep which is all weird and wonderful stuff more chat more randomness there's also uh, random outtakes yeah and some Fucking hell, I can't remember what they're called. That's what I remembered last week, wasn't it? I remembered what they were called. Time-lapse videos, and no, you didn't. No, I didn't. (laughs) Still not. 52 Uh, (laughs) years? 52 years later? What? No. Yeah, we've Um, done an episode for every week of a year, but because we do every two weeks. It's been... We've had a break. It's been like two and a half years now. It's been a Anyway, I still can't remember what they're called. But yes, find it, them, us... Okie dokie. Well, that kind of brings it to a close, doesn't it? <laughs> Good gravy. Whose idea was it to drink? Yours. That's and, true. And but I will say I seconded it, did it, the idea. <laughs> and I thirded it. Yeah. Right. We're off. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.